0: Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I am Kelsey Matheson, and this is episode number 103. How's business? Welcome back to another episode of Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. And in this episode, I, I mean, as in every episode, I dive into the world of women's entrepreneurship, but I want to share something with you that you might not know about me. I don't think I've shared this part of my life on the podcast before so i'm going to take you on a little journey and the journey is to the land of the rising sun which is japan and japan is a place that has really shaped who i am today and not just personally but also also as an entrepreneur so i lived in japan in my early 20s for three years and it's a beautiful country i've traveled all over Japan, not everywhere, but so many, so many places in Japan. And then for the last two decades, I've been going there on and off, back and forth, working on various projects and just soaking up all the wisdom that Japan has to offer. Listen, if you've never been to Japan, put it on your bucket list. Trust me, it is An experience like no other. There is no country on the planet like it. It is just so interesting, fascinating. It's a country that completely rebuilt itself after the Second World War, but it's very steep in its traditions. Like it's just fascinating. I love it. I love the people. I love the food. I love the culture. I love everything about it. I'm a little obsessed. (laughs) So, why am I obsessed with Japan? Well, a number of reasons. I could talk about Japan all day long, but today I want to share three key business principles that have guided my journey, not just in Japan, but just in entrepreneurship in general. And those three principles are Kaizen, Nemawashi, and Hensai. First, let's go back a bit. Let me tell you a little bit about how I ended up in Japan, why I was there in the first place. And there's a few reasons. Initially, I actually went on a modeling contract and I worked for an agency there and I didn't really do a lot of print work, but I did some fashion shows and it was kind of like you either got into print work and you worked a lot in print as a model or you did a lot of shows. And so I was, I did a lot of shows. I didn't really do a lot of print. And, and then I ended up working as a magician's assistant because <laughs> I, I have a dance background. I was a dancer my whole life, so. I was the woman who was cut into two or who disappeared or who was stuffed into a sword basket. And then all the swords came punching through the basket. I was a dance choreographer for a short time while I was there. I started teaching English while I was there. And then that job ended up landing another job at a construction equipment rental company that I worked for. I was kind of a liaison for them for many, many, many years. Uh, I also, uh, we had distributors for our backpack company in Japan. So I did a couple trips because of that and started talking about our yoga clothing company and having distribution there. That actually never took off, but the backpack company did for a short period of time. Anyway, so I've been going back and forth to Japan for about 20 years. Last time I was there was this year in January. I'm not going as often anymore, especially since we sold the backpack company. But it was an amazing experience. I learned so much. I learned the language, although because I'm not using it as often anymore, I'm definitely starting to lose it. Yeah, I uh, I speak Japanese-ish <laughs> nowadays, I guess. It would be more of an ish. Never fluently, but I could definitely get around. I learned so much while I was there. I loved living there. And I learned these three concepts, Kaizen, Nemawashi, and Hensai. So Kaizen is the art of continuous improvement, okay? So in Japan, it literally means change for better. And the idea is very simple, but incredibly powerful. You just make small incremental changes to improve efficiency or quality, just small changes. You don't need a dramatic overhaul to make a significant impact in your business or in anything. This can be applied to so many areas in your life. Just a little tweak here and a minor adjustment there. And ta-da, you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of improvements, right? It's all about continuous learning. And my friends, this principle, like I said, can be applied to all areas of your life, whether it's your personal habits, whether it's your relationships, right? Whether it's health and wellness or your business, okay? That's Kaizen. Kaizen. The next principle is Nemawashi. So Nemawashi is consensus over hierarchy. And this is such a unique concept. So imagine making a major decision. You have to make a major decision in your business and you take the time to carefully involve everyone. Like everyone. That's Nemawashi. It's the practice of laying the groundwork for some proposed change by talking to everyone who's concerned and gathering all the support and all the feedback you need before you make the decision. So think of Nemawashi like gardening. Like you don't just plant a tree and expect it to grow. You prepare the soil, you water the roots, right? You nurture it. So similarly, before making a significant business decision, you engage with your team, with your clients, maybe. Like whoever's involved. Okay. And that way, when the tree finally grows, it's sturdy, it's robust because it had a really solid foundation from the very beginning, right from the get-go. Everyone is invested. Everyone is on the same page. I do this with my team at Anamaya all the time. Anamaya is my resort in Costa Rica. And I'll have an idea, let's say, or we have an issue, we have a problem that we need to come up with a solution. We need to make a decision. And what I'll typically do is I will present my team with a question about the decision that has to be made, or I'll present them with a couple different ways to look at it. I won't necessarily tell them my opinion right away. And actually, most of the time I don't. And this is clearly on purpose. I listen to everyone's thoughts and comments. And then if I have any more to add, or I do want to present my position, then I will. But I get everyone involved, right? My business partners, my team. Okay, whoever's involved. And what I've witnessed is that this is incredibly helpful with moving forward in the right direction of having everyone on board. Okay. There's power in having the team on board because I have witnessed when people, I've had some business partners who will just barge into a situation and make a big decision without consensus And let me tell you, it never goes well, right? There's power in having the team on board, even if some of the team members aren't necessarily in agreement. There might be some convincing to do from either side. There might be some debate. There might be some, you know, some discussion. And then when you all do come to an agreement, even if somebody isn't fully in agreement, but a decision has been made based on all the discussions at least everyone is on the same page. You want everyone on the same page. Okay. And what I have found as well is that when I involve my team, and even if I just could have made the decision on my own, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And they probably would have been fine with it. When I involve them, they feel invested. They feel that I'm listening to them because I am, that their opinion matters because it does. That is so important. So, so, so important as a leader. Okay? And look, you might be a team of one, and that's okay. But these concepts are incredibly important moving forward. The third principle is hensai, And hensai is collective self-reflection. Okay, so we've heard about the power of reflection, of course. But hensai takes it to a whole new level. It's not just about individual self-reflection. It's also a collective process. Okay. So picture this you finish a project, you launch a new offer. And instead of like, okay, moving on to the next thing, or I'm just going to sell and sell and sell and sell the offer, or, or, you know, there's something else that I have to do now, or moving on to something else on the list, or, you know, all my to dos, or whatever it is. Instead of just pushing forward and checking that off, you sit down with your team and you reflect on what went well and what didn't go so well. What could we improve? What should we keep doing, right? It's an incredible way to build a culture of accountability and continuous improvement. And I do this weekly with my marketing team and my business partners. We look at what went well. We look at what didn't go well. And what do we want to do differently next time? This could be about marketing. This could be about advertising this could be about an event, this could be about a launch, but the power of self-reflection is remarkable because what'll happen is you uncover all of the lessons learned, but from everyone's perspective, which is really, really powerful and really interesting. And that will put you in a very powerful place to move forward from. And again, if you are a team of one right now, You can still implement these practices into your business strategy after a launch. Let's say ask yourself what went well, what didn't go well, what do I want to try or do differently next time after a consultation call, after you do a webinar, after you go live. I mean, it's a really just a simple concept. You could just sit for 10 minutes and go, okay, what went well? And you could write it all out on your journal. What didn't go well? Write that out on your journal. What do I want to do differently next time? Great. It's simple but I'm telling you it's powerful. Okay. Kaizen, Nemawashi, and Hansai, three incredible principles that are not just business strategies, but philosophies that can shape your life. And they've helped to shape mine. I can't tell you how much adopting these practices has changed my approach to entrepreneurship and to the way that I coach my clients and how I help my clients utilize these principles, even if it's, they're just a team of one to help them grow their businesses. It's like having a business superpower. (laughs) Really? So before I wrap up this episode, I also want to extend an invitation because I am launching the second cohort of the 10 K group, the second week of October. Okay. And we are going to be diving deep into these principles as well as all of my best strategies of building your business to a place where you are making consistent and predictable 10k months if this is something that you want to be a part of if you want to be a part of our second cohort reach out to me asap to grab your spot in this program it's an intimate group it's not very big we go through four months of growth and changes. And literally I will dissect your business for you. It's fantastic. I'm very, very proud of this program. In the last cohort, we had one woman completely create a brand new coaching business for herself. And she launched herself as a lifestyle design specialist, and she's already getting a bunch of clients. She's already, I think she's already booked up with a bunch of consultation calls. All right. I have another client who launched her new membership and another who is currently putting together a board of directors for her nonprofit business while she's putting together a wellness retreat for next spring. And then another woman who was in the first cohort, she's revamping her business so that her message is clearer and cutting through to the right people. She's now attracting the idea is that she was putting her message out there, putting her message out there, but like it was just radio silence. So we had to go in and look at what's not landing who are your ideal clients and we found out that number one she wasn't attracting her ideal clients number two the messaging wasn't clear we thought, oh it was just great we we, un- we we really discovered a lot of what wasn't working now she's attracting the right people into her space right she's now in a much better position and she has a much better understanding of how to attract her ideal clients not only is she attracting the right people but she understands how to continue to do that So if this is a program that you're like, oh my goodness, this sounds exact like exactly what I need, then let's chat. Because maybe you need someone to look over your client's journey to see what's working and what's not. Maybe you need me to dissect your business and get uncover the places that we could improve. Maybe you need to launch a new lead magnet and a new funnel to help you grow your audience. That's a big job. Maybe you've been thinking about creating an online program or maybe a membership or starting a podcast, right? And you've been thinking about doing this for a while, but you just don't really know where the heck do I start? And you just need somebody to walk you through the process and hold you accountable. I know I did, right? So 10K group is for you, my friend, if this is resonating. And if you contact me and tell me that you heard about the 10K group, through my podcast I will give you $1000 off the price of the program. And I'm telling you that is a huge chunk of change because the program is not that expensive. Does that make sense? Basically you are getting 25% off. The program isn't that expensive to begin with. I could probably sell it for 12 grand. But it's a $4000 program and if you tell me that you found out about it through the podcast it's $3,000. And of course, if you need a payment plan, it's over four months. We could put that together for you. The program isn't very expensive to begin with, but if you heard about it through here, then I want to give you a very special discount as a token of my appreciation for listening to my podcast, right? The 10K group will allow you to share your ideas also with other women, to brainstorm with other women, to be held accountable within the group, and you'll be learning from each other. That's what was so great about the first cohort is everybody really connected and supported each other through their journey. Because look, we're all on this incredible journey of entrepreneurship, and the more we can learn from one another, the more unstoppable we become. All right, so thank you for joining me on this journey into the heart of Japanese business wisdom. (laughs) If you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe. Please rate and review this podcast. Please share this podcast with other unstoppable entrepreneurs like yourself. I just found out this weekend that we are in the top 5% of the global podcast. There's 3.1 million podcasts and Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs is in the top 5% thanks to you. So please, let's continue to serve more women entrepreneurs share this with them, share with this, with the women that, you know, subscribe, rate review this, that will help to get this in front of other women who are struggling to grow their business. And we need more women making more money, doing what they love. All right. Until next time, keep growing, keep learning and keep being unstoppable. Thanks ladies. Ciao for now. Hey, one more thing. Have you joined my mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs yet? If you are a woman entrepreneur and you are focused on growing your business and serving more people, then it's time to join us in the mastermind. Look, my friend, growing a business is lonely and it's hard. My mastermind makes being an entrepreneur much, much easier. Surround yourself with like-minded women, learn my best practices for growing a thriving and sustainable wellness business, and gain access to hundreds of trainings and resources. This mastermind I'm telling you is a no-brainer. Join this powerful community today and I look forward to seeing you inside.